Thanks to Athletic Greens for supporting The Daily Beans. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. If you're looking for a simpler and cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. Today, Giuliani's lawyer Bob Costello appeared before the Manhattan District Attorney Grand Jury today. A January 6th defendant gets bench slapped for lying about his whereabouts. A Trump indictment could happen Monday or Wednesday, sending law enforcement scrambling. Four Oath Keepers are found guilty on all counts. And Fulton County prosecutors seek to question Christina Bob. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Hi, Dana. Welcome back. Thanks. It's good to be back. I always I always appreciate you covering me when I've got to work. I was in North Carolina doing the Lord's work, raising some money for the LGBTQ community and the human rights campaign. So I thank you. That's probably going to happen on Sundays every once in a while. And so it's just I just appreciate you. That's all. And I miss the listeners. So it's nice to be back. Yeah, I appreciate you doing the work. And some of the clips that I've seen from your appearance are so good. <laughs> oh, in Nashville, I went after <laughs> I went after Marsha Blackburn pretty hard. But I thank you for always sharing that stuff and, and getting it to the masses because you've got a good reach and I appreciate you. Yeah, follow everybody. Follow me at Mueller. She wrote, follow Dana at DG Comedy. I will always share your clips. They're so funny. Thank you. Ted Lasso. And company at all. Was it the White House today? Love it. And deservedly so. I mean, this is an incredible TV show. It's also incredibly well written. It covers things far beyond soccer. If you're a fan of Ted Lasso, including mental health and all other things we need to be talking about. And the cast is fucking amazing. They're incredible. And so I love that they were at the White House. For me, that's just like, you know, a team that's won a big national championship. Ted Lasso's kicking ass and, and deserves the accolades for the television show that was created. It's, it's, it's really great. Yeah. And he was there discussing mental health and mental yeah. health issues. And and like you said, that show has really brought that to light. It's so very important to to get, you know, tear down those stigmas uh, of talking about mental health. And I absolutely love that they were there today. Trent Krim from The Independent asked a question from <laughs> from the press briefing room when he when they were there in the press briefing room. Truly amazing. And by the way, Charlotte Clymer is going to join us on Friday's Daily Beat. Fabulous. She got to go to the motherfucking premiere uh, and saw both two episodes. And so, you know, she got to like get her Ted Lasso geek freak on. And I absolutely am so jealous. I have to live vicariously through her. So we're going to talk to her. We're going to talk to her about the importance of mental health, the appearance of Ted Lasso at all at the White House. I love it. And uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, She's... Charlotte is living her best life. She also <sighs> was at the VPs for brunch for Women's History Month. And so uh, the picture with um, with a stallion, what does she go by? Oh, my God. Megan the Stallion. Megan yeah. the Stallion. I mean, Charlotte's living her best life. I'm living <laughs> vicariously through her as well. I know. I'm so in love with it. And I can't wait to speak to her this week on the beans. Uh, but for now, we've got a lot of news to get to. It's a pretty hairy news week. And I'm glad that you didn't have to be here yesterday because the introduction with the headlines <laughs> was about two minutes long, Dana. It smashed our previous records. So it's a little bit uh, more manageable today. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. 
All right. First up, law enforcement officials are meeting NYPD headquarters in Lower Manhattan on Monday afternoon. That's today to plan for a possible indictment of the former guy on charges stemming from payments to a, a, a sex worker. And that's according to a person involved in the planning speaking to Politico. An indictment by a grand jury is expected late Monday or Wednesday. <laughs> that's what they said. They've left Tuesday out of it, which is when Trump said he would be arrested. That's according to the three people involved in the deliberations. Quote, we'll be discussing how we bring Trump in. That's what the person involved in the planning said. No decisions have been made yet. The meeting will include members of the NYPD, the U.S. Secret Service, the court officers and officials from the Manhattan DA's office. Bragg convened the grand jury investigating the payments. We know that. A court spokesperson said there's nothing to report since no charges have been filed yet. Spokespeople for the Secret Service and District Attorney's Office did not respond to requests for comment. Robert Costello testified today and then gave a bizarre press conference afterwards to publicly denigrate Michael Cohen after saying he was only there. He said over and over, I was only there, Robert Costello, to provide the truth to the grand jury. I was there for ethical reasons today. But as Maya Wiley said, if if you're only there to provide the truth and for ethical reasons, then there's no need for a press conference, Bob, (laughs) to take swipes (laughs) at the prosecution's star witness. He said the grand jury cherry-picked six of his emails and asked him questions about those, and he had 321 emails he wanted them to review, and they wouldn't take it from him. That's probably totally incorrect and a lie to feed conspiracy theorists. So for the next however many years, we'll just hear about the 315 emails or whatever. What was in those? You know, it's probably why they did that. It's probably blank pieces of paper, probably as, you know, as robust and verbose as Trump's health care plan, which I would think so, which I'm sure we'll get any week now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember when he handed that giant binder over and there was nothing in it? When Kaylee McEnany was like, here is this. And it was like a, just a shit ton of <laughs> blank pages. Yep. 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 Now, Michael Cohen has been on MSNBC here for the last little while. He also told CBS that he doesn't think he'll be asked to rebut Costello's testimony. And he has absolutely been not called back to testify on Wednesday, which is what Robert Costello hinted at when he was giving his press conference. And Michael Cohen's like, well, it's weird because they they never tell anybody until the person who's coming in and they don't tell that person until the last minute. So how Bob Costello could know I'm coming in and I don't know I'm coming in is beyond me. But Cohen seems to say or, you know, Cohen has said, hey, I've not been asked to come back on Wednesday. Now, Costello also said he finished up his testimony to the grand jury around 4.50 p.m. on Monday. And keep in mind, Dana, in New York, any indictment is filed under seal. So we won't see it publicly as soon as it drops. We only know about it when the arraignment happens. So we might not hear about the indictment until, you know, Trump team inevitably blabs about it. Now, Costello seemed to, I'm keeping my eye on Truth Social to look for oh, yeah. like Looking for like madman rants on Truth Social is not going to it, that that doesn't help because that's all that there is. And he'll be like, this indictment was leaked and it would be from him. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll blame the DA's office and then say he'll file a motion to quash his indictment because they tainted the J. Yeah, he'll blame yeah. everyone but himself. Now, Costello seemed to think, again, there would be another witness testifying Wednesday morning. That's maybe not Cohen. I don't know. But again, I don't think he would know if Cohen doesn't know. I haven't been able to confirm any of that. 
But, uh, you know, we'll find out. There are currently, by the way, about 13 pro-Trump protesters in New York (laughs) right now. Ben (laughs) Collins is at the scene. And he's like, yeah. And by the way, these are the same people who showed up to protest drag story hour. Right. Uh, There's seriously a handful. I'm not when I say like 13, I'm not exaggerating or like, you know, undercut literally like 13 people. So, so far, those are the major protests. Of course, he did ask them to come on Tuesday. Right. We'll see if that changes. I do think, though, that, and we'll get into the story on my next my next one here, but I think part of the reason there's not more is because the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys know that they're in a lot of fucking trouble for going to bat for this guy last time, and so they're not rallying the troops. So no. that's a big part of it. Yeah, and every single road into New York has cameras. Every single tunnel has cameras. You're going to be... It's... it's that's what deterrence does. That's what the, why the DOJ indicting and convicting these MRFers. I can say motherfuckers. It's my show. Not can. You should. But go on. <laughs> it's important. It's why it's so important is the deterrence. And that's why it's also important that we get the indictments of the ringleaders, too. Anyway, yeah. what were you going to say? I was going to say this is from Ryan Riley. This is at NBC. Well, four members of the Oath Keepers, they were convicted of conspiring to obstruct an official proceeding in connection with January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol on Monday. As a judge orders jurors to continue deliberating the most serious counts against two additional defendants. Well, Sandra Parker, Laura Steele, Connie Meggs, and William Isaacs, they were all found guilty of conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. The jury found Michael Green, another member of the Oath Keepers, not guilty of conspiracy to obstruct, but was still debating whether he was guilty of aiding and abetting the obstruction of an official proceeding. So it's a different charge. Benny Parker was not found guilty of aiding or abetting, but the jury was still deliberating the conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding for him. Now, all six members of the far-right group, they were found guilty of the charge of entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds. Both Parker and Green may only ultimately be convicted of that charge. Now, this was the third group of Oath Keepers members to go to trial for their actions on January 6th, but these defendants did not face the more serious and seldom used charge of seditious conspiracy that those in the first two groups actually faced, A.G., Parker, Steele, Meggs, and Isaacs were alleged to have entered the Capitol while Green and Parker were not. Nine other members of the Oath Keepers have been tried in relation to January 6th. Five of them, that was Rhodes, Meggs, Watkins, Kenneth Harrelson, and Thomas Caldwell, they were found guilty in November of a charge of obstruction of an official proceeding. Two of them, Oath Keepers founder Rhodes and Meggs, they were also found guilty of seditious conspiracy. Yep, yep. And then more were found guilty of seditious conspiracy. And of course, the Proud Boys are still on trial right now. They are indeed for their seditious conspiracy charges. And Fulton County prosecutors leading the criminal investigation into efforts by the former guy to overturn the results of 2020 in Georgia are now looking to question one of Trump's attorneys as part of the probe. That's according to sources familiar with the matter talking to ABC News. Prosecutors in DA Fonnie Willis's office have requested an interview with Trump's attorney, Christina Bob. Fabulous. That's according to multiple sources. Now, it's not clear what information prosecutors hope to gain from Christina Bob, whose role in Trump's handling of classified documents is also being examined by special prosecutor Jack Smith. Criminal defense attorney John Lauro, who represents Christina Bob, confirmed to ABC News that Fulton County called him last week and requested an interview with Bob. That's the prosecutor's office. Not This is not a subpoena to the grand jury. This is for uh, a meeting with the prosecutors. The prosecutors didn't specify what information they were looking to glean from speaking with Bob, adding that prosecutors, he said, uh, this is Laura, her attorney, said prosecutors knew nothing about any role Christina Bob had since she had nothing to do with Georgia. That's not quite true. 
Christina Bob worked hand in hand with Rudy Giuliani and was on some of the phone calls and some of the emails with other people. You can easily Google Christina Bob Fulton County, Georgia, or Christina Bob Bob fraudulent elector scheme. She had a lot to do with it. Bob plans to deny the request. She's not going to go, according to her lawyer, which means she could get a fucking subpoena. Mm -hmm. Quote, they had a year and a half of investigating and never once reached out to Christina Bob. It was one of the more strange conversations I've had. And you can say stranger conversations, not more strange, but whatever, which is odd to me, right? Like why they never brought Christina Bob in to testify before the grand jury. So this is interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to what they want to ask her or, you know, why this came up. But it does show she's continuing this investigation that these indictments recommended by the special purpose grand jury are not simply rubber stamped by the regular grand jury. A spokesperson for the district attorney's office declined to comment. The new interest in speaking with Bob comes a little more than two months after the special grand jury, seated as part of the probe, delivered its final report. We only saw part of that report. We didn't see the indictment recommendations and declinations. The grand jury sat for eight months. They interviewed over 75 witnesses. In its report, the grand jury recommended prosecutors they seek indictments against witnesses. Now, Emily Kors said at least a dozen. She didn't say, you know, how many. And, you know, she went on that special media tour, Emily Kors did. Now, on Monday, Trump's attorneys filed a sweeping motion asking for a judge to quash the largely sealed grand jury report summarizing the findings of its investigation and prevent it from being used in the investigation moving forward. The motion filed in Fulton County Superior Court also seeks to remove the DA's office leading the investigation. Just the whole office has to recuse itself. It's a 483-page motion, mostly exhibits, and it will likely be defeated. It's unclear if it could delay indictments at this point because these kinds of motions are usually brought after charges are filed. And Pete and I, uh, Pete Strzok and I, go over that filing in more detail on tomorrow's episode of Cleanup on Aisle 45. All right, AG, thank you so much. And this is from Kyle Cheney at Politico, a January 6th defendant who spent two days at CPAC, well, drew a fierce rebuke from a federal judge who said he misled her about his whereabouts when she granted his permission to come to Washington. U.S. District Court Judge Amy Berman Jackson, she tore into Gabriel Garcia, and he's a Miami-based member of the Proud Boys who faces civil disorder and obstruction charges for what she said was a pattern of defying court orders and violating the conditions of his pretrial release. This is a quote. You are finished making up your own rules. That's from Jackson, ordering Garcia into home detention and indicating that any more violations would result in his immediate incarceration. Fuck yeah. She said he seemed to have, quote, disdain for the court's orders and be somewhat contemptuous of her authority. Well, Garcia's already flirted with defiance, obtaining Jackson's permission to travel to Nashville, Tennessee for business in 2021, only for court officials to later discover he misled them about his activities. Now, though Jackson noted her displeasure at the time, she continued to grant Garcia permission to travel, demanding itineraries and details of his plans. But she noted that Garcia had been on notice since then of the court's concern about his compliance. But when Garcia made a short notice request to come to Washington in early March, he said it was to sit in on the January 6th trials and to meet his lawyer. He made no mention of attending CPAC even though he had said on a podcast prior to the request that he wanted to attend the conference but was concerned about getting the court's permission. Well, this isn't something you ask for forgiveness because she'll fucking lock him up. Now, Jackson also pointed to Garcia's use of social media. He told followers that he had secured a ride on former President Donald Trump's plane to CPAC and even appended pictures 
that appeared to be from Trump Force One, which Jackson said raised the alarm of pretrial services officers tasked with ensuring Garcia's compliance with court orders. The judge repeatedly emphasized that her decision to punish Garcia for pretrial violations was not a result of his political activity, noting that she had granted every single request by him to travel in the past, no matter the reason. But she said he specifically sought her permission to travel to D.C. on false pretenses. And this is a quote from her. When you lie about the reasons why that is necessary, that means the permission I gave you to leave the state was issued under false pretenses. Jackson said Garcia's decision to justify his trip to CPAC by claiming he needed to be in Washington to attend January 6 trials was too clever by half (laughs) and required a strained Talmudic parsing of her repeated orders to justify. I love I love the choices, the word choice. Jackson's decisions to order Garcia on home detention was actually milder than requested by the court's pretrial services officer, which sought his immediate incarceration pending trial. Jackson said the request was well-founded, but that she viewed home detention with strict conditions as more appropriate for now. However, she said any additional violations will result in immediate pretrial detention, and she would issue a bench warrant rather than invite him to her court to explain himself. <laughs> yeah, Garcia's new conditions permit him to leave his home only for employment, religious services, medical treatment, or court appearances. Any other activities outside his home must be approved by court officials two days in advance. Any travel outside the Miami area would require three days' notice and permission from the court. Jackson also broadened Garcia's prohibition from traveling to Washington, D.C. to include the entire D.C. metropolitan area, which includes areas in Maryland and Virginia as well. So boys in trouble. Yeah. And to be fair, she's given him every like possible like she even said, hey, if you'd have just told me you want to go to CPAC, I probably would have approved that, you dumb fuck. I mean, yep. she didn't call him a dumb <laughs> fuck, but I did because what the fuck? Like, yep. are you, are, hey, if you're ashamed about going to CPAC, don't go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand why you would want to go to the crotch grabbers convention in the first place. But oh, man. Anyway, here we are, and she's given him every chance, and now she's like, all right, now you're on home detention. You can only leave for these certain things, and but if we come back here, you're coming back by warrant, and I'm putting you in fucking jail. So I love it. Love it. Yep. Judge Jackson, if you're nasty. All right, we've got some wonderful good news submissions today. If you have any, send them to us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. We'll be right back after this quick message with the good news. Stick around. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG, and I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to boost my energy and my immune system, and I wanted to clean out the giant cabinet I had full of powders and supplements and probiotics and everything that I had to take. It was costing me a fortune, and it was taking up too much space in my house. But now I take AG1 every morning, just one scoop. It's delicious in a cup of water, and that's it. It makes me feel unstoppable. And we want to thank Athletic Greens for their support. Right now, they're offering you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. It seems like I've tried literally hundreds of different supplements, Uh, but this is different, and the ingredients are top shelf. I first learned about AG1 from a good friend of mine, and it makes it so easy to take the highest quality supplements all at one time. Just that one delicious scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. I noticed right away it adds a little boost to my energy. I even started sleeping better. If I had to pick only one thing to do to take care of my health, I would choose AG1 by Athletic Greens. And AG1 by Athletic Greens is a great value too. I replaced that whole cabinet full of daily multivitamins and probiotics and supplements all with the one scoop. 
It is an easy, quick, and seamless daily habit to pick up. It's saving me time and money every day. You have to try it. So if you're looking for a simpler, more cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. That's athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. Check it out. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Who likes good news, everyone? Then good news, everyone. Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, a shout out to a loved one you want to give, a shout out to a small business in your area, you want to send us your pod pet tax, with, especially in costumes. We love animals in costumes. Uh, you can send that or an adoptable pet in your area if you don't have a pet that you can share. Also, if you have a photo of making a square out of tape on your floor and your cat's <laughs> sitting in it, I want to see it. <laughs> send in baby photos, frog orgies, whatever you have, you can send us the good news. And, you know, just good news. If that's, if that's all you got, I'm, I'm into it. You can do it at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. First up from anonymous pronouns she and her. Hello, longtime listener, first time caller. Hello from Canada. It's my birthday, March 21st. Oh, happy birthday. Hey. Happy birthday. And it's a biggie. I'm 40. Nice. It would just be the icing on top of my very big cake to have the Orange Menace indicted as a kickoff for my birthday month. Yes, I celebrate the whole birthday month. Yeah, Anonymous, when I was 40, I was, I was doing a whole month as well. And dude, the 40s are the best. You're, I'm telling you. Anyway, that is all. Here's hoping as tax sharing my doggo. She was a rescue farm stray that found her way to the Toronto Humane Society. Sorry, Toronto Humane Society. I always pronounce that T and I always get emails for it. Via two kill shelters. Oh, my God. First in South Carolina and then in New Jersey. When I rescued her, the shelter had to keep her a bit longer to get her weight up. Now she's chubby and extremely spoiled. I don't have her DNA mix yet, but maybe there will be a what the mutt in your future. Oh, look at her. (gasps) What a beauty. Look at that ear. (laughs) I know. I see some Ridgeback in here. Yeah, a little lab, a little hound dog. Sweet baby. Oh, so beautiful. Thank Cute. you for sharing. Absolutely. This next one's from Anonymous. Pronounce oh, him. I sorry. know. Hi again, Beans Queens. I wrote you some time ago about my wonderful daughter, Sarah. This time I'm writing to introduce you to the fur babies who live with my wife and me. Uh, the all black pelodactyl. You got poly- it. Polydactyl girl on top is Hemingway, a.k.a. Hemi, who owns me. <laughs> Her gray sister on the bottom is Munchkin, who owns my wife. They're both 11 years old and have been with us since we adopted them both in 2012. Yes, Hemingway cats are polydactyl. They have multiple toes. Ernest oh. Hemingway bred them, and at the Hemingway house, there's like 9 million of them. So if you wow. see any, have any polydactyl cats, they likely came from Hemingway. I just learned something new. Look at the babies. Uh, I love polydactyls. They're so adorable. Cute. Thank you. Next up from Peg T, pronouns she and her. I understand that making a spectacle of an indictment of the former guy will just become another act in his musical Avenue QAnon. Nice. <laughs> a complete cast of Trumpish puppets. But I'm hoping for a really embarrassing mugshot. While waiting for news, I'm working on an Easter chick hat for dogs. My model has opinions about my first draft. I went on... <laughs> Bless you, A.G. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was no warning on that. No, that came out of nowhere. I feel like we should keep that in just for fun. And, My goodness. And there was only one. Usually there's two. Yeah, that was just a boom. Usually they travel in pairs. All right. <laughs> I went on anti-anxiety drugs the day after the former guy was elected, and MSW made me feel like I wasn't losing it and I wasn't alone. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah. That's Your so, dog is not happy about this Easter chick hat. So, so important. But the hat is even more. Look at how beautiful this dog is. <laughs> oh, look at the face. Oh, the side eye. Yeah. Okay. I I want to just use this picture for whenever some MAGA person responds to me like an idiot on Twitter and I just put this there. like Totally. Mm-hmm. Because that is the level of shade in that dog's face right now and it's so adorable. Oh, Thank I you. All right. This is from Maddie. Pronoun she and her. Beans fam. My cat will not sit in the painter's tape square. She will <sighs> sit on the side or stare at it from across the room, <laughs> but she will not sit in it. She's not the sharpest crayon in the sea but I appreciate her refusal to give into my peer pressure. She is her own woman. She won't ever sit in the floofy pet bed I got her either. Uh Even when it's pushed up near the heater vent, she will simply lie to the side or behind it. The only way I've figured out how to get her to use a cat bed is to put it right in front of the space heater that I use during the workday. I've attached a photo of her on her little crochet cat couch that I made, and it makes me so happy. Speaking of which, I have great news, which is that I am officially on the primary ballot for my local inspector of elections position in rural northeastern Pennsylvania. Ooh, Nice. This is the first time I've ever run for any kind of elected position, and I am running unopposed. There's no Republican candidates either. So here's hoping I make it to the general election, LOL. (laughs) I've been volunteering as a poll worker since the fall of 2020 when we moved here from New York City, and it rapidly became one of my favorite things to do in the community. Couldn't recommend it enough for anyone wanting to feel a little more involved or connected, especially if you're living in a new area. Thanks for all you do. I'm a longtime listener and occasional writer, and the Daily Beans are essential to my mornings. The Beans fame inspired me to actually put my goddamn name on a ballot. And I hope to do you all proud in holding down the fort for safe, secure, and joyful elections in my bright red area. Oh, I love it. Safe, secure, and joyful. Yeah. Yep. The cat is like, fuck your box on this floor. (laughs) All right. Maybe a bad choice of words, actually. (laughs) So So now there's a wrinkle, right? If your cat won't sleep on its bed and avoids sitting in the spaces maybe maybe it's it's interesting that they only sit on the outside of the tape square look (laughs) that's funny it's almost like i see it and i'm not fucking getting it i'm not giving in i know what you're doing you're not the boss of me i'm still the boss in this house so funny i bet you that cat lays in that square if you leave the room (laughs) (laughs) totally Oh, oh thank you for that submission finally from nicole pronoun she and her Hello, legume ladies. I have two submissions, a shit kid say and a photo. First, one of my sons is a huge history buff. I'm talking photographic memory for history. Don't get him started unless you have at least an hour to spend learning about whatever topic he's going to discuss. Right now, his class is learning about the Cuban Missile Crisis, so he is full of deep dive fun facts. Last night, he was telling me about Operation Orstack, the code name for a possible U.S. invasion of Cuba in 1962. Son, by the way, they weren't very creative with the name. Orstack is just Castro spelled backwards. Me, well, it's better than the first choice, Ilk Astro K. And then he <laughs> says, oh yeah, Bay of Pigs Latin. Oh, 
Oh, snap. Damn. How old is this kid? This Seriously. Is clever mofo. I could not stop laughing. I'm patting myself on the back for raising such a smart and funny young man. Yeah, no Indeed. shit, dude. Bay of Pigs Latin. Get it? Pig Latin? Bay of Pigs? Cuban Missile Crisis? Holy crap. As for the photo, I know it's not a frog orgy, but it's the best I could do. Okay, <laughs> there's, there's People are trying. Oh, my God. I don't even know what to make of this photo because I haven't heard the rest of the story. Go ahead. The Liberty Science Center in Jersey City, New Jersey, has a display of naked mole rats. There are tunnels connecting different compartments, which they have designated for things like sleeping, food storage, and peeing and pooping. This is a photo of the naked mole rat sleeping container. Just a big pile of weird wrinkled skin with teeth. Thank you for the explanation, because I was like, what is happening Who knows how many deep? Is it an orgy? Can't say. But it's a sight to behold. (laughs) Yeah, Do they have an orgy room and a vomitorium? Is it like ancient Uh, Greece? Oh my god. Thank you for keeping me up to date with all the breaking news uh, without breaking my brain or spirit. And by the way, we have, I've seen this. We have this at the San Diego Zoo. We have a naked mole rat exhibit and they huh. do. They designate rooms. There's a there's a bathroom. There's a sleeping room. Apparently there's a fuck room. I don't know. But they all, it's so cool the way that they do this. But they, I mean, they <laughs> sounds like a gay men's cruise on Atlantis. <laughs> Right? It's like a little bathhouse. There's a dick, there's a dick deck, there's a fucking deck. There's there is. <laughs> Not kidding, apparently. I mean, I've never seen it, but ye old brass rail, right? Uh, well, um, I think they're cute, but you know, I could see how a lot of people might not think the naked mole rat is adorable, but there they are sleeping in a pile. Okay, good. I'm glad that you could see why I don't <laughs> think this is adorable. <laughs> I'm a little freaked out. Yeah, well, I think it's cool that they that they at least have rooms, different rooms for things. They, I think because, sense. and I'm sorry to ruin this for everyone, but at first glance, I'm they, like a little, a little bit of flaccid, like a little flaccid penises with eyes and a nose. Like that's sort of what I see. Yeah, and the big, yeah, so. which is in my imagination exactly what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you guys think vaginas have teeth, they do not. <laughs> is that the new nickname now? The one-eyed naked mole rat. <laughs> I moved away from the microphone so I didn't blow Desiree's ears out. Okay, well, that's our our good news segment for today. If you have any, thank you, by the way. These are awesome. These are awesome submissions. Please keep sending them in. Again, if you can get your cat to sit in in the tape square, please send those photos in. And if they sit on the side of it, let us know if they also don't sleep in their cat bed. Or are kind of a periphery cat, you know, to begin with. I have a feeling that like cats who sit on your keyboard and like sit on your whole chest at night and like like lay directly in their beds might be the kind of cats to stand in the square. I'm we could do a, a study. I think we could get a grant for this. <laughs> um, it's important research, I, I say. All right. That's the show. Do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, do I have any final thoughts? I think there's like five tickets left for my show in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So if you're hearing this for the first time and you're in the surrounding area and you want to take a trip to Albuquerque on May 20th, there's only like five tickets left. It's it's a small, intimate theater. It's only 300 seats. It's at the South Broadway Cultural Center. But I would love to have a Beans uh, listener snag those up. So just go to my website. It's DanaGoldberg.com. And you're going to hit the Appearances tab and scroll down. To Dana Goldberg back in Berkey. And for those of you that got tickets, I can't wait to see you at the show. That's it. Berkey. <laughs> Berkey. Dana Goldberg back in Berkey. Berk, Berk, Berk. All right, cool. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, grab snag four friends. Go to Berkey. Wait, is, is today the first day of spring? 
Uh, today is the spring equinox. Yeah, it is. Happy first day of spring, everybody. Open season on the LA freeways. No, seriously. <laughs> LA story quote. Love you, Steve Martin. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more news. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Uh, anyway, until then, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Vote blue over Q. And take everyone with you. Especially in Wisconsin. Early voting starts this week. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler, how much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary. They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, Show me, in a courtroom, how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in an Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th, or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.